This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know, they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you go. Everything's accessible. You can't hide anything. Anything. Anymore. You can't hide anything. So you might, might as well expose you to it. Yeah. It's teaching and at least, what it means. Give them the game. Give them context. Give them exactly. the context. Give them context. Stop dumbing stuff down like they, yeah. like they don't yeah, know. They know, they bro. Know. Because yeah. that's what, that, that's why kids are rebels now because you treat exactly. them like they're stupid. Like, exactly. Kids like, are run through a wall for you. They would, you exactly. Can't hide now. Exactly. You can't, can't hide anything. Now. Can't hide nothing. Everything's accessible. Everything. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know what your kids are watching on YouTube. Facts. That's crazy, bro. I'm really blessed because yeah, I, feel I the be same thinking way. about my friends. I got friends who don't got relationship with their moms, who got relationship with their dads, who don't got relationship with their siblings. Homie, I got all that. People who got relationship with their grandmas. They ain't never seen their grandmas. Some people don't even never seen their family for real. They just out here like they don't even know if they got family. They like damn, I don't got no family. I'm blessed, bro. I, I think seen that makes a big difference for sure, bro. Welcome to another edition of the credentials. This is your host, Charles Stewart, and I have an illustrious guest, Kitty Q. Kitty Q is a dear friend of mine. He is someone that has been a, on tour with Little Dirk. He is currently uh, attending USC for his master's. He's worked with the Dolphins. He's worked with the Seahawks. He's been a college host. He's a college graduate. Uh, he's someone that's a teacher. He's an entrepreneur. He's an actor. The list goes on and on. Q, welcome to the show. So sorry, brother. Yeah. I'm glad I got to be here, man. Yeah. GSP Production, man. Thank you for having me, bro. Yeah. And thank you for, for making time to, to bring us to ABIE Studios. And what is that? Explain that. Explain that beautiful logo. Explain the message on the shirt. And uh, tell us about it. That's near and dear to my heart right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, this something, man, you know, in a time where I didn't know what direction I wanted to go in, I just knew I always wanted to do something that stood for something. And, and it, uh, it just embodied me, and it's just what I, my purpose on, on earth was for. And that kind of just came to me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, really, it's funny how it came about. ABIE stands for Achieving is Believing, Innovation Causes Elevation. Say it one more time. Achieving is Believing, Innovation Causes Elevation. So, um, wow, Virginia Union, senior year, um, no, junior year, I was running for Mr. Virginia Union, you know what I'm saying? Just came off pledging the frat, you know, junior and we like, um, I wasn't playing football my senior year, so I had time. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go ahead and, um, you know, let's do something. Let's occupy your schedules. Let's run this to Virginia Union. So I'm like, bum, run it. So on the application, you got to have, like, platform. You know, like, little people had, like, sayings, to be greater, to be achieving, you know, all, that, you know, all these crazy slogans. I ain't have nothing. Mm-hmm. Application blank as hell. So, um, you know, you got to turn the paper in by a certain time. My application was late, but the lady hit me. She's like, you can still bring it. Just write your thing on there and slide. I'm like, I don't got nothing for you. Like, nothing catchy. I don't got nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because I was really only doing it because my fraternity was pushing me to do it. Exactly. People on campus was like, man, dude, I ended up dropping out of it because it was too much when I found out what the position is about. Like, you kind of just went along with the school to represent. I was like, man, I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying I don't want, but shout out to Mister and Mister Virginia University. Just wasn't on my schedule. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I got anxiety and stuff. So on the application, I'm in class, bro. It's really sitting there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like writing in class. I'm like, damn, my hands shaking. I like gotta turn the application in, and boom, it's like I had like a Dasher Raven moment. Like I was writing on my in class. I just had a Dasher Raven moment, and I wrote the letters A B I E. Like, and I wrote the letters A B I E on it. I was like, damn, A B I E. A-B-I-E. But I ain't know what it meant. And I said, achievement is believing. Innovation causes elevation. Oh, like, oh shit, that's it. <laughs> wrote the shit down on the paper. Boom, turned it in. So I wrote it down on the paper, turned it in. And then years later, you know what I'm saying? 
Um, I kept it on this little yellow notebook, the same piece of paper. I took that with me when I left college, went to Seattle. And uh, when I left Seattle and came home and started my company, I was like, shit, what are we going to call it? Can I curse on you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are we going to call it? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ABIE. And I was like, achieving is believing. Innovation causes it. Elevation. No, we swing it. You know, ABIE, achieve it, believe it, innovate it, elevate it. You know, however you want to go with it. So that just, I just feel like that's my, that's my, that's my purpose here. I haven't yet figured out how to embolish the whole ABIE, but that's just what it's, what it's stand for. That's how we rocking. That's, that's it. And, and what made you even go for running for Mr. <coughs> Virgin, uh, Virginia Union? Um, I ain't gonna cap to you. It was like, um, I told you I ain't had football no more. So like my senior, I'm like, damn, like I kind of in my soul. I like, man, I ain't, I ain't on the field no more. Like, what can I do to fill my soul again? Like, and I was like, you know, what? let's run for Mr. Virginia. You be the biggest guy. On, in, in, you know what I'm saying? You already played ball. You already got the frat. Let's go ahead and leave. Like, you know, out of college. You know, the school bodies they mess with you. The administration they bang. Let's do it. So I got my little, you know, my people together. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. We did it. Um, my graphic designer. Best friend, um, Elise, Awesome Sauce Designs, called her, whipped me up a flyer just off a wheat pick I sent her, whipped <laughs> it up. Um, and I got it back, printed out hella papers, and started sending it, like giving it out at school. And I was like, um, I'm running for Mr. Virginia. I ain't know why. Mm-hmm. I just knew it was going to be a big thing on campus. I had a, I was in a position of leadership, or at least I thought he was like in a huge position of leadership. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to just, you know, it's the next biggest thing that I could possibly do at school. Just Stepping out your comfort zone. Let's do it. Just trying it. Yeah, and then like everybody in my fraternity and all my really, I really I did it because everybody was pushing me to do it. Mm-hmm. In my heart, I was like, I'm a, I had an idea, like, I'll try it, but it was like, like it was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was like too uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Spotlight always on you. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I don't been in areas of, like spotlight on me, but like it was too much. Like mm-hmm. not on not. I, I go went to Virginia and it was a small school, so to be that big at a small school was too much for me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I just want to be me here. I was already just key. You feel me? Yeah, but you know what? It was still the fact that you decided to be uncomfortable. And yeah, I you, tried. I ended up quitting. I called a lady and quit. <laughs> but you tried it, though. Yeah, That's the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it, don't, it don't really matter. It just wasn't for me. You it had to really matter. know what's for you and not for you. But you tried but it. I tried. Though. Yeah, yeah, I tried. You yeah. tried it. You were uncomfortable. It didn't feel right. Yeah. It wasn't you. Yeah. That's not you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like this podcast, TV show, this isn't normally us. Yeah. But it's stepping out of your comfort zone to give people perspective and to realize that in order to become, through st- being uncomfortable, you found your purpose. Yeah, You really know what it. I'm saying? If you would have always just stayed in your comfort, yeah. you never I, your I ain't never think about it like that. You're right. <laughs> if I would have never tried to run for it, I probably wouldn't have came up with his name. You're right. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And it, and it, Shout out to everybody who pushed me. He's like, keep yeah. doing it. I'm sorry. I, I, sorry. <laughs> nah, but. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It came, it, it came for a greater purpose, though. Yo, I it's feel. just like. If we translate that to the work world, yeah. it's like you try a job and you realize, okay, this job, like for instance, I tried a sales inside sales job and I realized, okay, I like sales, but I don't like this type of sales. Fast. So I quote unquote quit. I went back to school, but quote unquote quit. It's because it's not that I, I didn't think I could do it. It's just, you got to know, you knew like this wasn't for me, Facts. but something like this is, is for me. Facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? So. Okay, currently ABIE, right? Yeah. What do you all do? What What is the business now? What do you, What are you all doing? Who are so, you supporting? Um, I'm a full full service creative agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we specialize in um, public relations, brand development, and client representation. Um, we also, you know, we do a bit of philanthropy, and um, you know, we help people also like do small like um, programs and sponsorship, do like small business consultations. You know, start people businesses and stuff like that. So. 
Um, it's currently what we're doing right now, you know. And what got you into into this field of entrepreneurship, marketing, branding? Because, um, I mean... Well, I was always like a marketer, you feel me? Okay. Like, you know, I used to do promo in college, you know, parties, all that, you know, you know, you know all that. So, I, and I, and you know, when you're growing up, you're doing promoing, and then you go to college, you know, you promoing, and then you go to school, and it's marketing, you realize it's all the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you just, you got, you got the sauce. It's just how you start. So, um... I just figured I could transfer that through hella mediums, and I did. I did it through school. I did it through the streets, like promoting parties and stuff. I did it through like sports, and I did it in, on a professional level too. So, what about it? Do you love like what? What makes it's, you? I, I like it because because it's a risk. You know what I'm saying? I like it because it's like every day you don't know. You know what I'm saying? You just you out here willy with it. And me, I like to be willy with it, but I like it to be with a plan. So I be I be precisely willy. Like I'm like a boomerang. Like. I'm like a rubber band, like, you got to pull it, it's finna go, but when that thing go, you know, it's just going to go, I like it like that, like, boom, you know what I'm saying, I don't like to move very slow, when I like to, but growing up, I realized you got to move precise, it ain't really about moving fast or slow, it's just being precise, so that, yeah, that's what I like about it, because if you plan your ass off in this, it's, it, you, you could do it, and I'm a planner, you know what I'm saying, some people, like, they be like, this I knew was for me, like, because cause I did it, you know what I'm saying, and I don't want to jump ahead, but like you know, when I when I came back from um, like Seattle and I started the business, I ain't had no job for like a year and a half, and I ended up getting in trouble, and I couldn't get no job. You know, I couldn't pass a background check. So, um, every day I woke up, it was on me. I had to figure it out, and I, I wasn't planning. I wasn't good at planning. I got very depressed because I needed that job. I needed somebody to tell me what to do. I needed that, and then I realized what it's like when somebody don't, and then reenter yourself into somebody telling you what to do, and then you realize like, okay. I had that freedom. I know how to get it out the mud or whatever. I just need to be more precise. You know what I'm saying? Stop reacting off emotion and just plan. You know what I'm saying? I figured. I figured like now I could do that. How'd you figure that out? Because I fell. I fell already, bro. Like you understand? Like you know? I I left. I went to college, bro. Took off. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Went to went to came back home. Worked for the home team, the Dolphins. Left the Dolphins. Went went for the Seahawks. Took made a little playoff run. Really did my thing. Mm -hmm. And I came home and I didn't capitalize on momentum. That was one. Moved back home with my mom, you feel me? Got real humble with it, you know what I'm saying? I went broke. My mama paid my car payment, borrowed money from my brother. My people just took care of me. Like, this is recent. Like, three, like, I came back home in 2017. It's 2021. Four, mm-hmm. four years. So, within that four years, man, all that, they got me to, like, here. Mm-hmm. ABI Studios. Yeah. All that. So, it's yeah. like, yeah, I, I went all the way oh, to rock okay. bottom. Okay, so, what, what tools did you use or, like, what did you use to help you break out of that depression because a lot of people stay stuck. I mean, me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, did you just just pray on it or? Nah, I, it was it was a mixture of things, bro. Or yeah. like, did like did you have books or like? Yeah, I definitely was like uh, therapy. Like, what did you? Everything, like, uh, <laughs> everything, bro. My family, uh-huh. shout out to everybody who prayed for me for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my family, my friends, emotional support from people. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting a therapist, you know what I'm saying? I did get a therapist. You did? Okay. Yeah, okay. for sure. Okay. I'll tell y'all about that. I got a therapist. Yeah. One of the best things you could ever do. Yeah. I believe all black men, we got lawyers, we got doctors. Mm-hmm. Like, we, as a black man, I got a lawyer on call. I got a doctor on call. I got a Bell's woman on call. I got all these people on call, but I don't got a therapist on call for the one thing that I use every day, my, my mind. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I believe every black man should have a therapist. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, um, therapy, reading, What made you, like, tap in to realize that? Right. That- um, rock bottom, bro. Mm. That's it, bro. You know mm. what I'm saying? When you be at such a high level in life or a level that you think is high in life, it ain't really shit for real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because 
I done thought I was at some of the highest points in life to the regular human being, which I am. You'll think like, damn, it's the highest I can go. Mm-hmm. When you fall, you be like, damn, I could have keep going. Mm-hmm. And I fell again. So it, it humbled you up. So I like, I fell. Mm-hmm. And I just like, <clears throat> why not? Like, you know what I'm saying? You tried everything else in the world. Why not try the one thing that you have not tried? And I did it. And, you know, it worked. It got me like right. Yeah, like, and it wasn't that bad. Nah, yeah, it actually helped me. At first, it was terrible because it opened, yeah, why it opened you up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It make you face them traumas, make you be a man, make you really look in the mirror and be like, "Damn, I'm tweaking." Like, <laughs> but like, um, it's real. Yeah, and it's somebody, it's somebody other than your family. You know, people holler to your friends. They be a little afraid, of, mm-hmm. you know, especially me. Yeah, yeah. me. If you dealing with me, you know, I'm going off. You yeah. feel me? I'm ready to go. So a lot of people they hold their tongue. They, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the homies that I do that do tell me about myself, they don't. They not right here, right here. They you know they, mm-hmm. they live far and stuff like that. So like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's real. I mean, I just, I appreciate you for sharing that because, I mean, a, a lot of people, like, don't know or don't, are still trying to figure out. Get you out. a therapist, man. It's not yeah. a negative thing. That's the thing. How'd people. you find a therapist? How'd you find your therapist? Well, shout out my mama, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She just, my mama just, she's my queen right there, my rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She knows what's, what's cracking. She she sees through me. Like, mm-hmm. she been said something. Like, man, why you want to see a therapist? Like, you be angry and all that stuff like that mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. I don't even know how to find one. My mama, my, you know, my mama got a you know great job, and she was like, "We got resources and stuff." So I'm gonna reach out to some people. Oh, you know what? She reached out. We read some profiles. Reach out to them, and they reach out to you. Consultation. Yeah. Okay, so like, there's profiles that you have, you could like you can read. You can like, go online right now, or like, you could call. Like you, can, like, you can call numbers right now and mm-hmm. free thirty minute consultation. They'll tell you do that, do that if you feel like you need a therapist or you don't need a therapist. They'll mm-hmm. tell you. Hey, and the thing about therapy is, you, I, I I tell people to see multiple therapists. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I only seen like one and a half, one and a half. Mm-hmm. Like I see my first therapist, I fell in love with her. She was awesome. Then she's like, I didn't invite you to go see other people. I went to go see like a half a person. I was like, I'm gonna call you later. Mm-hmm. Cut her back. You know, yeah, yeah. Shout out Miss Monty Williams. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Miss Monty Williams. Yeah. Shout out, you're amazing. For sure. Yeah. That that's dope that you know what I'm saying because I don't know the process of it, but I just know that a lot of people in our community, like you said, man, could really use one, and it really does help. And it it's not about it's not like a, a macho thing or anything. It's At just all. it's just a, another a person that's neutral yeah. that won't get either really high or really, really low, low when you tell them what's going on. Fact. and You just need a decompress. Even therapists see therapists. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They, they ain't have to. You have to. Yeah, they for the amount of to. things that they compose and they see. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that's dope. So, all right, let's 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 rewind, right? So how did you get the opportunity to work with the Seahawks? So, boom. Um, I was a communications major, public relations. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out Virginia Union Communications. You already know you how like we write. program? Love it. Mm-hmm. You know what did saying? you take away from it? I, I, that that look, grind. Mm-hmm. What's up, OG? I was gonna say, like, what from like is there things from your degree that you like using your everyday? Yeah, 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 for okay. sure. Um, I know where you're going with that one. Let me answer this though. Um, Virginia Union Public Relations. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. prepared me for what it was. You okay. know what I'm saying? Communications. They have a strong program over there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Can't wait till I get them M's. I'm finna go over there and put something huge over there. Some TVs, like everything, like. Mm-hmm. Radio, studio, all that. You know what I'm saying? It's because it's, it's fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We did what we with. We did what we could with what we had. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My school is HBCU, mm-hmm. 1865. You feel me? So, um, 
we didn't have much resources. We had the books and we had to step out and like be creative, like how we set up a studio and you know exactly. stuff like that. You had to really be resourceful. You had to go buy stuff and be a camera and you know use what you could use at the school. But um, we had a great director, Heidi Wilson. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Solani Hill, Doctor O, all them out there. You know what I'm saying? They do their thing. Like, um, they just did what we could with what they had, and they just they told us that like they they took us outside the school and they took us to the you know the radio stations. They took us to. All that, whatever, whatever, whatever. So that exposed me. I was like wide open right there. So when I seen that, I was that close to it. I'm like, man, I could do this. And then how I got to the Seahawks was I kept following my PR thing all the way through. And when I told you I took that summer school class, whatever, um, it was like a certification you had. Boom. So I ended up getting PR certified, and I ended up going to SMG Marketing. First little internship I ever had. Got a job. Boom. Went home. Like, after graduation to the Dolphins, I worked with them first. Okay. And I was in community youth programs. That wasn't even my, like, lane. Mm-hmm. It was just coaching the kids, you know. How'd you find that? Um, shout out Troy Dre, Troy Russell, you know what I'm saying? All them over there in Miami. Um, my, my bro Jerry is brown. He um, worked for the Dolphins the year before. A little bro, he worked for the Dolphins. Um, he ended up going to do his thing. He currently works at ESPN. That guy, check him. You need to bring him on the show next. But, um, yeah. Set that up. Yeah, he went to school with Vern too. Yeah, okay, yeah. word. Yeah, Vern. He went to Dartmouth. Yeah, yeah. Okay, word. Little bro, word. yeah. I might have seen him at Green Key then. Yeah, you probably have. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> so, um, boom. Bro, I worked for the Dolphins. He got the internship the first year, and then when I graduated, you know, he st- told me I should pl- apply, and I ended up getting a job. Lusaka Polite hired me, and um, Cassie Conjimi, yeah, they hired me, and boom, I packed my charge up from Virginia, and I drove home May twenty fifth, started working. Worked for them for like three months. I didn't know how I had next. I just applied on teamwork online for like a bunch of internships. Sent out hella emails. So I just, I would apply for the job, find a department, email everybody the same email, my resume and cover letter, the same thing that I put on the app. Like okay. over flooding. That's the sauce. That's the secret recipe. Yeah, yeah. Secret recipe. You know what I'm saying? So I'm here in Miami. You know what I'm saying? The internship, right? It's ending. Like I got these programs. And then it was like, they didn't extend us. And then we had to go to like training camp and work, you know, the field and you know, like a whole bunch of stuff. So, I wanted to work in PR. I was like, bro, I'm tired of this, bro. It's hot, bro. We thugging for real. It's hot in Miami. Like, I want to work in PR. Yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to break into my degree. So, boom, the Dolphins had a PR opportunity. And that's the key. The key is, first, the fact that you got in. You got in. in. And Troy Drayton used to tell me that, man. Shout out to Troy Drayton, man. That boy used to say, Key, you got to understand. You got to get your feet in the door. You yeah. see your face around the building, yes. you know, you're going to get tight, you know what I'm saying? And that's what it is, all about relationships, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. People have to, people have to like, fill you out, you know what I'm saying? They just never, to get that, you have to, to use relationships just to even get the opportunity to sniff it. Bro, I was working for thir- like $10 an hour, you know what I'm saying? I was about to move out of 13 at a group home before I um, came home to, from school. Mm-hmm. Bro, everybody had hella jobs lined up at the school, I ain't had nothing. Them boys called me after graduation. I graduated May 7th. Mm. I interned, I mean, they called me like May 21st or something like that. Mm. So, bomb. Call. Get a call, slide home, work for them for three months. I don't have nothing left. I, intern, I mean, I'm still interning Miami in youth programs. I'm trying to get to the PR department. So I do interview one, two times, and about a third one. I'm like, man, come on. Why y'all just don't give me the job? Like, I work here. I just got to move over. And, um, you know, I, they just What'd kept. What they say? No, nah, they just kept me going through the intern. You know, it was just a competitive process. That's all, you know. Um, Seattle ended up calling me. Jilly Barber, she sent me an email. I ran in one day. I'm just going through my phone on the couch. Boom. See, I'm like, man, this is the BS. I clicked. They just the, hit you up. I applied. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But she hit me and was like, "Hey, we've been trying to contact you." And I'm like, "Stop playing!" Like, I clicked the real email. I'm like, "Oh, this say at Seahawks." I'm like, "Oh, this real." I seen the little thing. I'm like, 
Right back. What you mean? I'm gonna interview right now. <laughs> Let's get it. Hit him. Boom. <laughs> interview. Right. I interviewed. So the first interview is on a big I Skype interview because I was working in Miami. I drove home. Boom. It was, I got home. Traffic was late. I got in the house at 5:55. My interview was at six o'clock. Ran in the whoop, put on a little thing. Jumped on the interview. Virtual. <laughs> Virtual. <laughs> I, I, I'm waiting on one person. Two people. Nah, bro. It's a screen with five people in the conference room, bro. Boom. Interview. Kill it. Call me back. They're like, man, we got to put you on the phone with the big boss. Get on the phone with him the next call. The big boss ended up knowing, you know what I'm saying? Troy, relationships. Uh-uh, real quick. Lace me up. Next thing you know, I'm in Seattle, bro. Like, like my internship ends in Miami. You know what I'm saying? One day, I turn around, I fly. Whoop, Seattle, next day I start. And then talk about your experiences in Seattle. Like, what it does it mean to be in PR in that area for a football team. Man, just shout out to, shout out to Seattle Seahawks, man. You know what I'm saying? They uh, took yeah. a chance on me, man, for real. 12th for, man. man. They took a chance on me, man. They got an awesome PR crew over there. I, I appreciate everything, you know what I'm saying? They gave me my start for real. Like, um, they took somebody from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, who ain't never, like, been to the West Coast and put me to the first place you could possibly be. And when I got out there, bro, it was a whole other world. It was really, like, get on your business. Why, what you here for? You know what I'm saying? Like, um... Don't just get lost in the limelight. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't remember you in the NFL. It's always your dream. That's the thing. My dream was like you said, happened another way. My dream was to make it to the NFL. I just didn't know which way I was gonna make it. You know what I'm saying? When I couldn't play ball no more, I'm like, damn, full circle, come back, another opportunity, the classroom. Like I said, had I not finished my degree with school, over it. So I, I got to Seattle, and it was just about business, bro. They was like, okay, you went to school in public relations. You know what I'm saying? Here's the book. Exactly. This is it in real life. Yeah. We're going to teach you our way. Yeah. And our system. How we and they're the best in the business. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. They're the best in the business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They got an awesome, um, they got an awesome crew over there. So man. talk about two or three intel. Like, for instance, that time you interview, had a chance to interview uh, Frank Clark. You know what I'm saying? Um, talk about two or three memorable experiences. Oh, you're talking about the, the Frank. I told you about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, without I mean, saying, yeah, here, yeah, yeah, without without saying too much, basically it was just you know yeah. in public relations. There's there's times where you know you, you take a player mm-hmm. to an interview, right? And when you take the players to the interview, your job is public relations is to, is to make sure the player is comfortable, make sure the interview is flowing, whatever, whatever, whatever. And at the end of the day, your job is to protect the organization in which you work for, okay. right? So, you know, reporters, you know, good and bad, they have this way of questioning in which can sway an answer. That can possibly make the organization not look well. And there was an incident with a with a player. I'm not gonna say the player's name, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, it just happened. Boom! And when the incident happened, I cut the interview. Mm. And when I cut the interview, um, in my heart, I was like, "Damn, this is an ESPN interview." I cut it. I'm like, "Man, I'm finna get fired." Like, boy, because my job was to sit there, you know, make sure you know. What made you cut it? Because it made the player feel uncomfortable. You know, it started digging into his past. You know, you, you're in the current pl- place now, and you're digging into somebody's past. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's just what. After a game? No, this is before practice. That's crazy. After a practice, my bad. After a practice. Yeah, the player, you know, he's just getting uncomfortable. You know, players can't just go off and be like, nah, I ain't. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Especially young guys or whatever, whatever. And boom. Um, I just, you know, recognized that it was finna put him in a bad position. Stopped it. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the job. Just, you know. Crisis management. Okay, yeah, crisis management. Okay. Just making sure, you know, it don't make the organization look bad because that conversation spills. Boom. Now it's in the limelight again. Seahawks. Boom. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? My job, PR, public relations. Make sure we have a good relation with the public. 
in the limelight, make sure our image is, you know, the Seahawk way, the 12th man. So that's it. It had to stop. I thought it was going to get fired, but my boss ended up calling me in saying, you did a great job. Dude, good job. Way to be on your wits. Way to handle your business. And then I'm like, okay, wait, another step in the right direction. You know, like, boom, okay, this is PR. You can do that now. Let's That's move right. on. I didn't even yeah. think you could even do that. Yeah, yeah. So stuff like that, you know. But it go deeper than that, you know. Yeah. Setting interviews up, coordinating. Okay. All type of Talk stuff. Talk about it. I mean, because I, I've never, I don't, I've always done sports marketing. Yeah. And more like sports marketing sales. It's really like a mesh all up for real. In communication and PR in the league, you really just a, you the guy who maintains the relationship between the outside world and the inside world. You know what I'm saying? Like, on all levels for everybody. You could have an interview with the VP. You got an interview with the coach. You know, the key, t- coach would be screaming today. You know what I'm saying? You got a quarter of ESPNs coming in to do a um, special on another memorable experience, like um, ES- Pac-12. Um, shout out Cindy Brunson and uh, that crew over there. Um, they came to do an interview on Pete Carroll, right? And then, like, they came. So when they come to do it, Pete only got, like, a certain amount of time during his day. So you got to make sure when they come get him, Everything ready, on point, smooth. Because Pete only got 30 minutes, 40 minutes. He in and out. Mm-hmm. Everything set up, boom. So I'm setting up four or five hours early. I'm, we got practice at 2.30. Pete got press conference at 2.45. Got a, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? They give you opportunities like that when yeah. they, you can't fold. You know, you got to be on point. Sometimes, the, you know, the head man. And then you all set the questions up? Like, all right, when they come in, sometimes you're, you're the first reporter, you're the second reporter? Sometimes. Some, that ain't really my, that ain't really my, my that ain't really my, um, my job, you know. I'm, but it's in your department. In my department, okay. yeah. You know, our, our, our VPs and our, yeah, you know. Yeah, everyone has a certain yeah, they, job yeah, yeah, they handle inside that. the public. Yeah, 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 everybody got, but it's, it's top to bottom. Everybody got, you know, everybody got a job. So on, like, practice and game days, how many people are there? Um, PR, we had what? Let me see. Like a crew of, like, eight? Yeah. Eight, like, crew of eight. Ten with interns. Yeah, and that's we stand, a, we, stand at, we stand after the games. If it's a home game, you stand, to every, you stand late to every reporter leave out of the booth. You know what I'm saying? Group. Yeah. You start, you there four hours, five hours, four, five hours before kickoff, setting everything up, flip cards, playbooks, like not playbooks, but like player cards, like stuff like that to the media, make sure everybody has all types of like communication. Who's that player? What's not, what number, you know, what reporters in the building, you make sure the reporter seats are set up. They can find the food, everybody, you know what I'm saying? You bring the building together. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. And then, would you say you did like a good job of, of networking there? Yeah, I think I did an awesome job of networking. I came home with hella like business cards. I did, but my bad job was not maintaining those relationships because I was so fixated on the relationships that I did have at the time. Mm. So like the follow up, following up. Yeah, I wasn't. I was a bad follow upper. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's I realized just because I thought I was on that level. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like not. Nah, because yeah, as soon as I went real. to Seattle and I went Miami, boom, boom, I'm supposed to capitalize off that. Mm-hmm. Same way I was emailing 30-something teams because yeah. I'm in there, I got to email the other 31 and let them know, hey, I'm not going to you know, be retained here in Seattle because it's just an internship. You know, the organization exactly. don't grow. It's not personal, it's business. Exactly. You got to, so I ain't do my thing. But I was more like a little in my feelings and really wanted to be an entrepreneur because NFL is tough. You understand? That's a seven-day job. You know what I'm saying? We might work 14 days straight, Sunday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's real when you're saying that in terms of when you're an intern because that that was me at Madison Square Garden, you know what I'm saying? And I was at MSG doing a whole bunch of different things, meeting with quote unquote important people, and not realizing that this is a business at the end of the day. And 
I realized that in terms of relationships, because uh, when I applied to different, you know, sports companies that were elite, I'm thinking I'm working with MSG, IMG, Learfield, yeah. like, I'm working with the bosses. Yeah. So you got to let me in. And then I'm hearing things uh, like, uh, it, ain't, it ain't nothing we don't follow up. Like, who know you? Don't nobody know you? Can anybody speak for you? That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say I, I failed on the momentum because when I, when people used to shake my hand and be like, I can speak for you, I'd be like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Not like, okay, let's speak. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you. Now nah, let's speak. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference. You got to follow up. You got to maintain relationships. And I know that now. Because, you know, like I say, I was still, the league, I'm still one foot in and one foot out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can still go to Seattle and, and you know, I know people out there and move around and stuff like that. You know, I still got... I'm still very in touch, you know, with saying some of the people in the building, you know, our relationships. So it's like, but can I move how I move when I was an intern? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're not inside the organization. Because I'm not in the organization anymore, and it's different, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you got to be respective of, of the relationships that you're able to cultivate there. And um, I think just maintain them, you know what I'm saying? You do everything else in life. You got to maintain relationships with who you care about mm-hmm. and what, what, what you care about. Mm-hmm. So I think um, when I was out there, no, I didn't do such a great job of maintaining um, my relationship just because you know when I got to Seattle you know it was tough you feel me I had I went through a lot of stuff you know what I'm saying the organization and the team was great but like personally I went through a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like when I first got out there like, I was homeless for like a week I'm not really homeless but like couch surfing it cause you know I live somewhere ended up it's having hard to, to yeah. just pack up and move yeah so it's, it's like I went through some stuff yeah. while trying to make you know what I'm saying while living my dream and it, to be real when you work for a sports team as an intern, it's not like you're getting... You ain't getting no bad. Yeah. I work for $8.08 yeah. for the Dolphins yeah. and 13 something dollars for yeah. the Seahawks. Sports, you don't yeah. make no money. You just got to get it how you live. Yeah. Be smart with your money. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm from the crib. So it's like... You got a side hustle. And I think that's why another reason why that you didn't really end up working for a team is because at the end of the day, we're entrepreneurs. You yeah, know, we're people that, and I love the league, bro. I really do. Yeah, I love the league. You know, I love the experience. You know, what I'm saying I got some homies that's still in the league that's working in PR and doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm a dog, Vernon Dennis. You know, what I'm saying Baltimore Ravens. You know, what I'm saying greatest yeah. PR guy ever. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. I co-sign it. Yeah, yeah, Vernon Dennis, man, that's a Vernon tough Dennis. dude. Yeah, he's the bros. Aya, aya. Yeah, <laughs> my dude, man. Um, Vern, um, Vern when I when I was with the Seahawks, Vern was with the LA Rams. Word. Yeah, we was like some of the only black interns in the league for real. Like, yeah. Nah, that's real. I mean, when I was at MSG, on the West, at least yeah. on the West, on the, on the top teams on the West, Seahawks, yeah. LA. That's when the Chargers had came out there. And uh, that's another reason why I wanted you to just kind of deep dive into what you did and what your daily responsibilities are, is because really, like when we go, because we're not players, but we go to play, you, you, work with the top organizations, and when we go, what it's always we're just. One of 80. One of 80, 80. One of 80. One of 100. Yeah. <laughs> two, you, uh, yeah, brother. Two everybody can't 20. walk up to that building and go, beep. Yeah. You hear me? And then when it's like, everybody is a working piece. That's why I understand why the Pages organization be like, do your job. Mm-hmm. Why the Seahawks organization be like, the 12th man. Because it's always the next man up. That next man is important. Like, yeah. And it's sports. It's it's very competitive. Gotta be on and point. it's very... It's competitive. And it's limited. Yeah. It's, it's only 32 teams. I'm going to tell, tell you what Troy told me. Dre, man, Troy Dre told me the best lesson ever, dog. He said, it's easy to get in. It's harder to stay. It's easy to get in the league. 
it's hard as hell to stay in there. Because once you get in and you do your thing, you got to get somebody to co-sign you and say, nah, he got to stay. Nah, we got to, we need him here. You feel me? Because remember, it's just like sports. In the field, think about it. Quarterback, doo-doo, they finna get another him next year, another, you feel me, bigger and better. Same thing, school. I thought I was special because I'm old, came at HBCU. I, nah, homie, it's another person in HBCU trying to do their thing because I just did it. So they know that they, they feel like they could do it too. They on your head. And if you, once you lose that in your head, you get comfortable, you feel me, you go on ahead and get, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I said, no, I didn't capitalize my relationships because I was having too much fun. But I'm glad it went the way it went because I wouldn't do me doing what I'm doing now. And another thing that I love too, you know, I only work for one team in the league or two teams. But like when you work in an organization, you work for that team. You only that team. And I got like multiple relationships with multiple people over all over teams, organizations, different sports, baseball, basketball. So it's like the Abbey Agency, our motto is connecting creative individuals of expanded backgrounds. Mm. Not just one pigeonhole. You know, I was a football player. Now I'm I'm an athlete, you feel me? And that's what I love about what I do now. It's 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 not just sports. It ain't just yeah. music. It ain't just philanthropy. It ain't just you know what I mean. It's it's, it doesn't it's have connecting. To be. It's whatever I want it to be. It doesn't have to be. It's whatever I want it to be. It doesn't have to be. Like you said, you can you can do whatever because there, there's a it's sports it's sports and entertainment. Sports and entertainment. Sports and entertainment. And sports at the end of the day is entertainment. Facts. This is all entertainment. Facts. And it's just dope that. Um, well, it's something to be mindful of that there are mo- multiple ways to be involved in sports besides being the yeah. the entertainer, Facts. you know, or the, or, or the star, or, Facts. The, or even the binge warmer or whatever. Because you're still in the league, hated to love it. So, like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to work in the league, boom, I love going to the league. Oh. I go on game day. I get to be on the sideline yeah. and all that, right? But I got to work hard for that shit yeah. during the week. I work hard as fuck, yeah. bro. I be up all night, bro, typing <laughs> my pen. I be working, day, bro, yeah. to do that. And for that that 20 minutes that I get to stand out there and dap mm-hmm. up all my dogs, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I could do the same thing with the agency. Exactly. Because I could tell them, hey, bro, I'm coming to the game, bro. I need the sideline. I, I, or I got the relationships in the building. Hey, I'm there to visit so-and-so. Make sure I get the, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, COVID now, so it's different. Yeah, but yeah. before, you know what I'm saying? That's how it was. That's crazy, bro. I'm really blessed because yeah, I, feel I be thinking way. about my friends. I got friends who don't got relationships with their moms, who got relationships with their dads, who don't got relationships with their siblings. Homie, I got all that. People don't got relationships with their grandmas. They ain't never seen their grandmas. Some people don't even never seen their family, for real. They just out here. Like, they don't even know if they got family. They like, damn, I don't got no family. I'm blessed, bro. I you seen think that makes a big difference for sure, bro. See, you gotta understand. I was raised off survival and love. Some people only raised off survival. Some people only raised off love. I got both. Best of both worlds. Because my mom was super nurturing, and my dad, you feel me? He just he's a he handled his business. You feel me? He, he, my mom's Puerto Rican. My dad Jamaican. So that's gonna tell it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, first, would you say they're your heroes? Show I can eat these on camera. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go for this it. This is everything, man. <laughs> GS, GSP production. These things good. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a secret weapon. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh uh, yeah, for sure. Um, shout out to lifesavers, gummies. Yeah. Um, and my heroes. My mom is definitely my hero. My father is for sure my hero. That's they, dope. they, they, they. But I got also I got other heroes. You know, my grandma, my hero too. My great grandma. You know what I'm saying R.I.P. Mama Fia. You know what I'm saying? That's my hero. You know what I'm saying? I wear on my wrist every day. You know what I'm saying? God bless. You feel me? So. 
I got I got heroes, man. You know, I got a I, I would say it takes a village to raise, you know, account. My little brother's my hero. You know what I'm saying? My big brother, my hero. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I got heroes, man. I got I definitely got a, a panel of people that I feel like are my heroes, you know what I'm saying? I look up to. That's dope that and like you know you're blessed. Yeah. To say you have a lot of heroes inside your family, that's that's rare, bro. Facts. That's that's real rare. Facts, right. But I'm blessed though, you know what I'm saying? Cause like, well, you know what I'm how like, what would be your advice for someone who doesn't have that? Like, to like, how do you? How can you? You can't replicate it, but how can you get something close to that? For real, for real. Look, Besides it's not. It's not about. For, like, it starts within self first. It starts within self. You know what I'm saying? I can't really say how to replicate that. I had it, so I can't really tell nobody who ain't got it how to do it. But love yourself. Um, understand that. You know, it's never as bad as it seems. Somebody's always doing worse. And um, if you really want it, you can get it. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you could deserve, you deserve it in your heart and your burning desire, go get it. That's, real. That's all I can say. That's I can't real. tell nobody how to feel. So we were talking, right, about grad school. And we were talking about your situation, how I mentioned earlier, you're going to USC and... So can you talk? Tell me why you went back to get your master's degree and and what what's your thoughts on that right now? Um, like I said, I told you I went back to get my master's because all right, boom, graduated college, went went jump straight in my field. You know what I'm saying? Once I got into my field, I came back home. I didn't you know work again because I wanted to start my own agency, and I kind of lost the momentum. I knew it was really hard. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, this shit hard. Like starting your own business is not easy, bro. If you ain't got no bag put up. You're not really about to suffer for real and sell everything. Don't do it. That's why I told you. I moved back home with my mama. All that. I really went down. Like, rock bottom. Started over. And um, I had to get a new, um, like I said, I got in trouble or whatever. I couldn't get no job or whatever. And then finally when I got, you know what I'm saying, cleared to like work and stuff like that. Um, I couldn't like, I just wasn't in my field. Like, you know, I you know, started teaching. You know, I love it to death. I love teaching or whatever, whatever. But I knew that I was going to always be a teacher forever. I knew that this teaching was going to be a phase for me, and this is part of my discipline and part of the phase that I had to go through when I moved back to Florida. Like I said, I was gone. I was out of the crib. When you make it out of the crib, you be gone. And you you can either go or you can come back. And if you come back and don't be on your stuff, you know what I'm saying? Come, nothing's wrong with coming back. But if you don't come back and be on your stuff, you can get caught up. And I just I got a little caught up, a little distracted. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm glad it happened then because, you know what I'm saying, I still got time. I'm still in my 20s. Usually something, they don't click to, to people about 30, 35. It clicked for me at... It clicked at 24, 25, click, boom, we out of here. You know what I mean? Like, oh. So, um, I just, um, my best friend, dog, um, Vern, dog. I love that Vern, dude to death, yeah. dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's who really linked us up. Yeah, together, you know what I'm saying? Vern we tapped us in. That's my yeah, dog, bro. Yeah. That's why I got him on my wall, man, yeah. because um, he, he, just, he just pushed me, dog. He just, like, he knew that. I was a teacher. I was doing my thing. I was getting money. You know what I'm saying? They had the agency. I was doing. doing I was doing all right. You know what I'm saying? You know, doing my thing. I, I I thought I was doing my thing, but he always knew I was doing. I could do more. He seen me do more. He seen me do bigger. He seen me do better. And I had always told him, and I just feel like momentum burned out, bro. Like how I'm gonna get the momentum back, bro? Like how I'm gonna, like I just shot out a cannon, bro. Like when I you don't understand? I graduated college May seventh. Started Man, for the, like it was, even in, during college, you work with Little Dirk. Yeah. You went on tour, Little Dirk. But that was really that was really like more so of my of my of my bro Pancho. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. JT, that's my brother, brother. Yeah. And he does executive bodyguard, security work, or whatever. And um, Dirk is client. And he got you know many other clients. Jeezy, Gucci, like everybody, like he done did work for everybody in the in it. Everybody, East Coast yeah. to West Coast, 
Everything. But you built that relationship, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I built a relationship like through him. You, you know what I'm saying? It was our relationship. Yeah, I built a relationship, relationship. through him. So you just be, even be able to be around that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I just, just you know, be able to be around that in a relationship. So. But as you're talking, all that momentum. Yeah, all that momentum. Yeah, all that. You know what I'm saying? Because that was when I was in college. Like, yeah. I would literally drive. You know what I'm saying? You Link take up. advantage of the college yeah. experience. That's the key to exactly. college now. Exactly. You gotta go in go. There and meet people. Yeah. Yo, you get in and, and get out. Hey, How you doing? Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm trying to do this. For sure. I'm trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So to, like to work with to work with the Knicks and yeah. the Rangers yeah. and all that, I had to be cool with my Facts. professor. Facts. That was my first the first person on the show. And that's what it is, you know what I'm saying? So when you in, when you plug yourself in to that that network right there, and you boom 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 going, and you don't capitalize all that. There's a way of getting pushed out the circle. I didn't necessarily get pushed out the circle. I jumped out the circle because I wanted to go do something else. Yeah. And then I tried to jump back in. They were like, "Oh look," because the circle it spins. You know, the same people who let you in this door right here, they're not on the same side when you try to walk back in. Exactly. So I knew that in order to get back in the circle, I had to like start. I need more, new momentum. I need to be challenged again. I needed to plug myself into a whole new network. I already had networks. I'm the bros. I went to Virginia and ABC. I'm the, you know what I'm saying whatever whatever. What's, what other can I do at this age and time that's going to grow me? Not keep me at the level that I already did. Did something I been did already. What's going? What's something I never did before? Mm-hmm. And Vern kept saying, go to grad school, bro. Go to grad school. Go to grad school. Go to grad school. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to go to VCU, the brand center. It's a it's a two-year program. Mm-hmm. Literally, you got to quit your job. You got to go move over there. You got to dumb it back down again. I told Vern, I'm like, bro, I ain't doing this. I, I, I got to go to grad school like and work because I'm not willing to like come, come back down to that level. Exactly. So he like. I don't care, bro. You're going to do the application and you're going to go to the school and see the visit because they had the visits on the weekend. It's in Virginia now. Yeah. Bro, this man flew me from Fort Lauderdale to Virginia. Now, he called me like, I need you to go to whatever you're going to do it. I'm like, nah, I told him I ain't got the money. Booked the flight. He booked it, <laughs> sent me. Sent me there to do That's it and flew way. me back that next day. Like, way. sent me there for the meeting for the school to go see it. He said, bro, I don't care if you don't go. You're going to go see this, bro. You're going back to grad school or something, bro, because you know what I'm saying? You, you do it while you still got, you got time. So I'm like, man, whatever. Boom, boom, went to the thing, came back, you know, did a visit, whatever, came back. But I just knew, like, I, did, I didn't want to, like, stop working. I didn't want to, you know, mm-hmm. have to go be a grad student again, get yeah. humble again. You got to really, I respect everybody that really go back to grad school and quit their job and just go be humble. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it for my, I didn't want to do it. Yeah. I felt like I could still live my regular life and go to school. So, um, and that's I, a real, yeah. that's a real, uh, thought process you have to be and you yeah. have to really be real with yourself because yeah. for me honestly I was cool with that yeah. I was cool with retreating back yeah. so I can go back forward because I, I felt comfortable that I can go do it yeah. and 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 like you said I was I have fraternity so I had you know relationships in that way and I had a scholarship you know what I'm saying so I had different type of leverage yeah you know what I'm saying but you got to be real when you evaluate your situation. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, continue on. So, um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I told him what I wanted to do. He was like, all right. So, you know, VCU might not be for you. You know what I'm saying? But it's other schools in the country. So, I looked at all the public relations, communications, marketing schools, in the world, and all over, all communications. I like USC. You know, USC, School of um, Journalism. You know, Annenberg, you know, that, that squad over there is, is it's the number one in the country. Really? Yeah, number one in the country, like for, for that pro for that for that program. I think he's like number three in the world. Oh, word. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so they have a like for communications, mm-hmm. public relations, marketing, all that. Number one. So it's LA. You know what I'm saying? You know the greats is made at. You know when it comes to entertainment, marketing, PR. So my dog was you know they they had applying. They had a perfect program the um communication management, which was you know I always knew too. This is the thing about grad school too. Don't just go to grad school and do. 
calm, calm, PR, PR, you know what I'm saying? Unless you, like, want a medical school because you want to double up and continue the knowledge, but you want to build on top of that knowledge. So I had already did communications. I had to pick a concentration, what I want to focus on now. So I want to focus on communications management because entertainment, calm, PR, that's all that. So then I looked at the program and it had everything. It had PR, it had marketing, and you got to choose your track. So I'm like, you know what? And it's online. And COVID just struck. And Vern was like, bro, it's perfect time, bro. So How you? <laughs> I had done, boom. I um, applied. I got accepted to the online communications management program. I was like, I'm in Florida. I can still do the program online. I don't got to quit my job. And it's, 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 salute, it's, it's a track. You know what I'm saying? A testament to what you said, your hard work. Your so track record. I applied. I got accepted. You know what I'm saying? And boom. We here. So I'm going to put it to you like this. Um, I'm going to finish my degree for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But this is what I would tell people about grad school. It's expensive as hell, number one. And it's hard as hell. Very time consuming. If you can, do that thing straight out of grad school when you got the time and momentum. Because I really wasn't doing that. I mean, it was different for me. Like I said, I jumped right in my career. Some people don't do that. You know, they, they go home and work, work, regular job. Whatever. I jumped right in my field. So if you don't jump, go straight to grad school. And also, like I told you, when I came home and started my business, too, I was I got in trouble. So I wasn't working for like 13, 14 months. I could have went to grad school then. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that then. So I, I missed it. And I just felt like this would have been probably my like, my last window to do, the, do it for real. My brain is still... It's like, you know, a sponge to learn, and you know, I'm still not hard-headed. Yeah, I, I, would, I would challenge you on that from the simple fact that what... I'm talking about for school. Okay. I'm, I'm always saying, learning, you know, yeah. but to sit down in the classroom, yeah. for me, it's, it's ticking I because I don't got that time no more. I'm getting older. I'm young still. Yeah. I want to have kids soon. I can't yeah. have no kids doing this program. You yeah. tripping. I yeah. flunk out. There's people in my program, they got kids, and I'll be like, hey, I'll do this. Exactly. How? It's, I got foreign exchange students in my program. I got people who... Work full time over here, get out work and boom, and it's crazy because I'm cheating for real. I'm on the East Coast, so my work ain't due till three a.m. Eleven fifty nine, you know what I'm saying? West Coast, so it's like I'm cheating for real. <laughs> Them, they got you know what I'm saying? Full lives over there and over there in L.A. or whatever. So shout out everybody, you know the families, and so that's what I mean by my window. I just knew it was my time, mm-hmm. it was like it, for me to be learning over here to have the discipline to learn like this. Yeah, because after that, it's building. Mm-hmm. You growing a family. I'm teaching. Feel me? I'm still learning, but I don't have as much time to learn because I have a family. I'm teaching now. I'm growing. I'm what, what is it about teaching that that you have? Just reach one, teach one, mm-hmm. and and then like you ain't had to teach me how to be no teacher. You feel me? Like I just tapped in. It's in me. You feel me? I could I could I could teach anybody anything. And like I say, as a translation, that's just my internship. Like even for the Dolphins, it was an eight dollar internship. It was coaching the kids every day, flat football, bro. My kids went to the to the flat football championship every week. <laughs> by, the, by the fourth week, bro, I had it. to pick what team I wanted to coach because all my teams was in the thing. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I had the kids, you know what, what I'm saying? Like, rock, I had to, like, kids, kids. That kept, that kept oh, that, uh, that, that, that post will, you feel yeah. me? Or that, or, or that post curl yeah. will, or we gonna go, we gonna go, we gonna go double post, you know what I'm saying? High, low. Dang, so I had my kids running same, signals, all that, bro. Stage. Man, I got, if I could pull it up, I'm going to send you some clips. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, we'll post it. These kids is like, you only had five, six days with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, it's just amazing. Like, I yeah. teach them chants. We intimidating all the other kids yeah, in the, in the right. bubble, in the dollar right. bubble. Get them right. Give me two glasses of Ric Flair. Ooh, all that. You but know what I'm saying? Yeah. Lining them up. Like, I had them in the huddle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Huddle. Y'all break. Line them up. Go, go. One. You know, line up. You know what I'm saying? Signals. I see the jits really like. 
And they recognizing their own stuff. Yeah. Like I tell them, there's only one dude back there, lightning bolts. Everybody nine. <laughs> Kids. That's simple though. That's Every time though. they, they nice. bombing, just bomb, nice. bombing each other, and then they they going bomb crazy. They, yeah. I'm like, no, bro, right, slash, bro, we up by thirty, yeah. just chill. Like, yeah, lightning bolts. Like, it's, it. hey, I'm in real college because these are my plays in college. Lightning yeah. bolts, go slant. You know what I'm saying? Post curl, like these kids. But that shows how smart they are. That shows like you don't treat you, them like kids, man. Exactly. These, and they and they, they six and seven year olds, eleven year olds. Kids and their parents are bringing them to the Dolphins camp, and, and you know some parents, of course, dropping their kids off. You know what I'm saying to learn the sport. Some parents, you know, kids are already serious about the sport. Some parents like, just need something for their kids to do. And as I say, the Miami Dolphins community program department is amazing. Like they just they 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 they, they do their sure. thing over there. You know what I'm saying? We got kids like five year olds, three year old, all the little kids mm-hmm. teaching them the, the teaching them the art of discipline and work ethic and timing and. Sp- do sports. And it shows and when it you shows. work together, yeah. how you can achieve camaraderie. A goal. And I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's yeah. what you need. Camaraderie, that's value. Like, that's how it is. We're, we're social. Facts. Humans are, shows, uh, are yeah. social creatures. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it was the ability to teach the kids yeah. by way of sport. And it yeah. gave me the opportunity to grow. You know what I'm saying? I, I got the GM walking up to me and telling me, great job, man. You know, the kids, they coming together. You know what I'm saying? The kids are like coordinating. Like our kid, that people coming to watch, like, yeah. Really like parents like when you're using little league, like you're looking at the sideline, like, oh yeah, little Johnny going crazy yeah. on Friday. They're like greatest. My like kids, greatest. you know what I'm saying? It's just like to greatest. see, like, like I said, I, I might have had the shortest kid, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He go crazy. Or the kid who didn't talk much. Or the man just you see just, another another sports analogy like the Patriots. They never have the yeah, prototype yeah, look. It's feeling, uh, it's so players. feeling. It's so feeling, bro. You know? It's so feeling, bro. It's yeah. feeling. It's just it's just just to see the kids, bro, who just and it shows how all smart, levels. how smart, smart we they are. are. Yeah, if you don't treat them like kids. They yeah. really like these kids. Yes. Smart. They just yes. like they sponges. Yes. Like you, they can do anything, bro. Yeah. You just have to show them what the changed, right way. What, yeah. What changed my mind about that too? Honestly, seeing Shark Tank. When I'm seeing like eight and nine year olds, not the YouTubers that are like just reviewing stuff and getting. Right. I'm talking about the eight nine year olds with yeah. business plan. Yeah. With ideas, yeah. with proof of concept, yeah. with actual inventions, it's like, whoa, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it's all about, like you said, what you want to provide and teach and show, and now don't treat them like they're young. Treat them like how you want to be treated, the future you. You know, because they can soak that up. Their, their mind isn't clouded by anything. It's not. It's not clouded by anything. It's not. And you show them all that it, good stuff, it, exactly. they just stay that way. Exactly. In the moment we stop treating them like kids and acting like the kids don't know, like, that's the thing that like, I can't wait till I have children because I'm going to show them everything. I'm not going to hide anything from them. Of course, like, you know, you have to protect your kids from certain things because their mind is not ready to process that. Exactly. But when their mind is ready to process it, don't hide stuff from kids because kids have a way of going around and finding things out themselves. You're going to find out because everyone knows. You're going to find out regardless. Yeah. And in today's day and age, it's... Everything's accessible. You can't hide anything. Anything. Anymore. You can't hide anything. So you might, might as well expose you to it. Yeah, it's teaching. And at least give them the game. Give them the context. Give exactly. them context. Stop dumbing stuff down like they yeah. do, like they don't yeah, know. They know, they bro. Know. Because yeah. that's what, that, that's why kids are rebels now. Because you exactly. treat them like they stupid. Like exactly. Kids like are run through walls. They would, you exactly. Can't hide exactly. Now. exactly. You can't, can't hide anything. Now. Can't hide nothing. Everything's accessible. Everything. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know what your kids are watching on YouTube. Facts. You can't even. Like, they could link the search engine. It's, it's whatever. Facts. So, it's all about treating people like you said. Like, how do you want to be treated in, in terms of don't hide and don't sugarcoat. Tell people for what it what is. What it is. Yeah. And that's grad school. What it is. Exactly. Because it make you like a kid again. 
Exactly. So I think I love teaching so much because I'm I'm learning I'm teaching my kids every day at school, but I'm learning myself. Like I get upset with them, they don't do their work or whatever, and I'm like, boy, you know what happened in grad school if you don't do this program? Yeah. Like, and they just be like, man, whatever, we're in public school. Like, give me a zero. And I'm like, man, don't think like that because a zero turns into two, two zeros turn into three, three turn into four, and before you know, it, all you had is zeros. And and to be real, I always say there's no difference in education between. Yeah, there not. is no education difference. Mm. There's a, there's like there's, there's environment. An there's an environment. There's a there's a, yes it is. There is a, yes, of course it is a difference, bro. Because everybody about, as a teacher, about, yes, there's a there's a difference. I'm saying here's the thing. There's bad public private school. It's not about bad. bad. It's not about bad or good, bro. Because at the end of the day, when you go to school, bro, it's the material curriculum. Yeah. You private school kids at some schools, they're not learning the same thing as public school kids because they're not adhering to the same rules. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I say it's different. And also, you got to understand class sizes, things are like things that factors. Well, Not necessarily talking about education and yeah. and teachers as well. Teacher quality. Teacher but quality. But there's good public schools. Like you know, yes, what I'm saying? I work and, and, at one of the. I work yeah. at the best public school. Yeah. Excuse me, Miss Brown. Not one of the best. The best. Yeah. South Bar High School, home of the Bulldogs, baby. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I because I, I I don't think what you like formal education is not. What's going to help you in real world? As we both know, we've had to do outside research. You know what I'm saying? Take outside classes, do ex- outside Googles, read outside books, outside podcasts. Like, that's really the separator. Big fact. Learning, meeting outside people. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can't, if you don't know what a, which book to look at, or is this the same thing? I mean, regardless, you have to take, take chances because you don't know which book or which person Thanks. is going to be the person that helps you or you can help them facts you know so you can't there's no like oh this, this profile and that profile oh you have to give me the answers or this has to be the solution it's all about putting yourself out there getting a little uncomfortable and realizing that i bet after you did that um you know homecoming experience every time just the fact that that was like a real facey thing yeah. that probably made you feel comfortable going rock bottom again you know, you know what? Yeah. I can get out of some stuff, yeah. and I can go higher, and yeah. I can keep elevating. I actually ended up hosting that step show for the next three years after graduation. You see what I'm saying? Back to back to back, and the last one that we ever had. You see what I'm saying? So I, I just, shout out COVID. Yeah, yeah. On <laughs> the last host ever, we never yeah. have another whole COVID ever. Without COVID, we don't have this conversation. Facts, 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 facts. We don't share our perspectives, facts. and we don't. Get out of our comfort zone even more. My dog survived COVID. Yeah, yeah. Did you I talk about that? You told him? I Nah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't talk about it. But. Um, talk about me. He's talking about me, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, nah. He survived COVID. Nah, but I did have my. We can tell our kids that one day. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking like, about. Bro, I lived through this time, bro. This glass ball. Just playing. Yeah, like, huh? I'm talking about the high school kids, middle school kids oh, yeah, playing yeah, yeah, this yeah. time. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, I have a little cousin. You know what I'm saying? He's playing basketball. With kids with masks on. <laughs> Come across this shit up, yeah. man. You got a mask on. Yeah, it's like it's almost equivalent to having your knee pads yeah. below your knees. Exactly. Oh yeah, coach. We bombing him, coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One of like the duck face yeah. masks. Oh yeah, coach, running right yeah. here. <laughs> Unless the one the duck face mask be the one that really stick your head in the exactly. hole and blah blah you. Exactly. But at the end of the day, this is all it's about. It's about adapting to a situation and not letting it you know, be the end all be all. Cause at the end of the day, you keep writing your story until your pen run out of ink. <laughs> That's how it goes. How can people best don't reach out to us? We'll reach out to you. Of you. Don't reach out to us. We'll reach out to you. Okay. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean that in most sincere way. You can reach out to us. You know what I'm saying? If you've got any questions, advice, we got consultation services. 
I'm saying Fact. you can hit our website, theabbeyhc.com. Not up yet, but by the time this drops, it'll be up. Um, but yeah, I rebranded from the Abbey Firm to Abbey Agency because I just felt like it felt more like a creative, you know, thing. And it was agency encompasses more than just firm. Firm felt like really lawy, lawy. Mm-hmm. So um, I did the Abbey Agency rebranded. Um, I'm actually for the first time ever gonna release like my client list. You know what I'm saying? And, like tell people who I've actually been working with. You know, vlog behind the series. I got a lot of stuff um, going on. Um, in collab with uh. Um, Quick, my cousin Quick in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? We got lots of going over there. He got 714 records, Site 9, um, 962. Uh, he got a lot of things going on over there. Uh, shout out Set the Tone. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Colin Campbell, I Need the Max. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to him, Ruby. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to 2K. Like, shout out everybody, all the brands. You know what I'm saying? Dog Pound. Um, protection Agency, man. They just, that's what I was telling you, my dog, who, who do... Uh, Security bodyguard mm-hmm. work, executive protection, you know, they've exactly. been all over the world. Um so I'm just working with everybody, man. I'm working with collective of creatives, you know. So shout out Team Sport, man. Shout out, shout out, um, shout out to Google, man. Yeah. Shout out all my dogs with brands, man. Shout out Leo Productions, man. Shout out to I don't want to miss nobody, bro. Like shout them all out. Shout out to Lala, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who made Lala this? Noir. this is dope. Yeah, um, Lala Noir, you feel me? Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog. You know what I'm saying? Bessie. She uh she be on point with it. Like, she make anything. You think about it, she can make it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to that. Um, hey, I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to just say it. You know what I'm saying? Adversity killers. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I was going to hold it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's me and my dog, me, Buddha, and my dog, Kel Brand. We're working on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Coming soon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? AK, shout AK, out. AK, man. I, was, I wasn't going to say nothing because we got something coming for release. But, man, shout out to the game, man. That's mm-hmm. the squad. You know what I'm saying? Um. Lucky me, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Lucky me, that's my dog, them brand, 2K. Mm-hmm. Um, Julian, all them boys over there. Uh, I forgot anybody? Who I'm working with? Shout out to Zofit. Um, Juice Trap coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love it, bro. I love it that yeah. you, Shane, you've been able to share your, your story and your experiences because you're showing that you don't have to. It's 2021. You don't have to be locked into you one don't. specific thing. You don't. You know, and... And also in 2021, you need to be tapped into multiple different things. Yeah, that's the only way to grow. That is the only way to grow. You know what I'm saying? And um, also, aren't you? Don't you do like some trucking stuff? Huh? Oh, oh, uh, I ain't gonna tell the people about that right now. Mm, okay. But yeah, that's that. That's yeah, that. That's that's, that. that's, that's entrepreneur. Part two. That's part two. Part two. That's Q to Q. Part two. We we'll teach you about yeah, investments yeah, yeah. and all that with real soon. Hey, that, I forget anybody. Yeah. Shout out Virginia Union. Um. Uh, and it's important that I'm glad that you're sharing in your rebrand. At some point, you have to share your accomplishments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, shout to VIP by KC Khadijah. That's my dog. Yeah. Um, if you need a jet ski, but one dog. Um, CT Reynolds. Um, who else? Let me see. Let me see. I'm just going by IG and see if anybody. Shout out my dog, Shane Justin. You know what I'm saying? Um, your girl probably rocking his clothes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, if you're in Virginia. And you buying a house, shout out to Chris Addison, real estate. Um, these just people I'm with, my TL, my dogs. Yeah. Shout out to Fisher Trey P, man, one of the hottest shooters in the game. Freaky, freaky fame TV, man. I got a movie just came out, by the way. Okay, talk about that. I, um, So my dog, Julian. Okay. Um, 2K Life, you know, they got their own web series. They got, uh, they don't 2K want. 2K Life. Yeah, 2K it? Life. And the 2K, 2K Entertainment. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, they got their own, like, web series, okay. movies. They got, man, just Google 2K Life. They're like content. Everything, everything, everything. Music, vlogs, music, clothes. party clubs, and they done that at all. You know what I'm saying? Just Parties. in the, in Broward, they done it all. You know what I'm saying? So like, Google them, yeah. yeah. 
And my dog Julian, you know what I'm saying? He wrote his first film. Okay. It's called um, Still With You. Yeah. And um, I play a character named Drew. Can <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you talk about your part a little bit? Oh, <laughs> man. So Drew pretty much a get money dude, man. You know, uh, we in the era of OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And, you know, young bachelor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see something I like. And uh, <laughs> I bless her, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I don't know that she has a dude. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to go watch it and That's, see what happens. Yeah, that next. sounds very... Very 2021 scenario. Yeah, but it was like, man, I ain't even know. You feel me? I'm just being was this me. Is your first time acting? Huh? This is your first time yeah, acting? Yeah, first time acting. Yeah, so my dog, cat, he casted so me in the movie. this is natural to you. This is natural to you, huh? Somewhat, kind of, sort. I'll still be like, whoop. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, he like, he casted me. You know, mm-hmm. well, he didn't cast me for real. He motherfucking wrote the script. And he called yeah. me like, man, Key, I got something for you. Relationships. Bam, I'm Relationships. like, Relationships. I'm like, yeah, bro, I always wanted to act, bro. Put me on, bro. Put me yeah. on. So, bam. He um he was like, send me the script. Hey, like, no, nah, he said, yeah, he sent me the script way back. He like, bro, you know, remember it or whatever, you know, run your lines or whatever. I'm like, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't really remember anything all the way up to like a week before. Exactly. Like days before, because like you, you could try to like read the paper all you want, but when that it's light different. is it's different. It's different. You gotta really be in character it's and all everything that. Everything is different. Yo, hey, shout out to Trash Mad, shout out to Humble Religion. I'm gonna do random shout out all the yeah, time. Yeah, talk man. about it. Trash <laughs> Mad, Humble Religion. Hey, label five, man, just dropped, man. I'm a dog. Um, Frank Clark, he just dropped his spot, his clothes, man. I didn't LA, man. Y'all go oh, cop dope. that. Um, Yard Talk, Jaleel Thurman. I, yeah, I, yeah, my dog. Yep. So, Yard Talk, my homeboy started on, I, he st- basically started on social media, Yard Talk 101. Okay. And it is now a TV show oh. sponsored by Aspire TV. And, wow, that's yeah. dope. And what does he talk about? He bro, what is Yard Talk? HBCUs. Google oh. it. That's what I'm saying. Google it. Yard Talk. Yard Talk 101. Hosted yeah. by who? Um, Jaleel Thurman. Jaleel Thurman. He now, he hosts, he hosts a show, um, he hosts a show. Called HBCU One On One. Yeah, oh, it's, it's a show now called HBCU One On One. Oh, okay. I forgot what platform it's on, but it's uh, yeah, that's jumping too. That's it's dope. news on HBCUs, but yeah, he started it himself. His thing is called Yard Talk One On One. That's dope. I'm just naming random people. Yeah, that's I'm dope. Going through Man, IG. That's what it's about, bro. It's just sharing, sharing information. Man, know? shout out New Era Promotion, man. Shout out them boys, man. Hey, another raw. I'm dropping gems on this. Yeah, my dog, that. um, Ham. That's my cousin, dog. Javante Ham played football mm-hmm. from Broward County, Florida. Mm-hmm. Went to um, Prairie View A&M. Yeah. Um, graduated engineering degree. Talk about it. Just dropped the app. Melanoid Exchange. Wow. The number one. The number one platform. Wow. Entrepreneurs of color around really? the world. Yes. And what do they do? <laughs> Melanoid Exchange is the... I'm going to read it to you. I'm going to just go to their bio because I ain't even trying to fuck it up. Don't. He was on the Forbes under 30. You know what I'm saying? My dog, um, he was at Afrotech, all that. You know what I'm saying? It's an app, bro. It's pretty much like the Black Amazon. Full e-commerce marketing, mar- full e-commerce um, like platform as well as um, they got. So like, like an Amazon type vibe? Bigger than that now. It's, it's, it's pretty much. It's pretty like much. You get products and you can exchange them or is it like a GoFundMe? Like you, you no, 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 no GoFundMe. It's okay. all business. You know, it's, okay. it's, it's sourcing goods. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You can come on your platform and sell, but it's premier marketplace. Oh, okay. It's a marketplace pretty okay. much now. Okay. Marketplace and the online e-commerce. You know what I'm saying? They're in that, in that so area. So let's say, let's say I want to make clothes for, for GSP Productions, right? Mm-hmm. I can go on Melanoid Exchange and then have my online shop. Yeah. Okay. Sell your goods. Yep, and the reason why I put it a den in the game because you know you go to all these other like Amazon and all these seeing all these people they hitting you across the head with the fees, monthly fees, whatever. Mm-hmm. They only talk take a small percentage, and mm-hmm. they not only do they offer that 
to um, entrepreneurs, you know, and you know, primarily of color because we don't got money to start stuff up, and we exactly. trying to start sell our goods and products, but we getting hit across the head by these big companies, and we want to be over here with these big companies, Amazon and all that stuff like that. No, no diss to them, but it's yeah. like. There's a place for us, you know what I'm saying, that favors us and it'll help us grow and put us in position to win. Metanoid Exchange is that. That's dope. That's yeah, it. and that's, and like you talk about, the startup costs is, that's the separator. And they're they, and they, and they, and they, they offering everything. They're just not offering a place to sell your goods. They're offering education. They're offering consultation. They're offering helping you build your business. They're offering, they putting, you know, they're going to put you in the incubator, you know what I'm saying? They're offering more than just a marketplace. They, we always getting hit across the head. Because we don't know. We don't have the knowledge. And that's one thing that bro is offering. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's studying stuff. Him and his wife, they doing their thing. Like, drop dot. You know they what I'm saying? Left high salary. Yeah. That's dope. God blessing them over there. They left their high salary. And it's just an inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they doing their thing, bro. You know what I'm saying? They, they doing their thing, bro. Like, everybody check that out. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, the next big thing, bro. If you ain't already checked it out, check it out. Melanot Exchange. Check that in. That's dope. Yeah. Premier plat- um, platform for entrepreneurs of color, for sure. That's dope. I need yeah. it. Okay. I'm going to tap in, too. Yeah, tap in. Yeah. I love it, bro. Yeah. I, so, what made you realize that? Hey, shout out my dog, Darius Butler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he got the Everything DB show. <laughs> yeah, shout out my dog, DB. Yeah. He's a Broward County legend. Yeah. 24-hour fitness Yo. legend. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Indianapolis Coast legend. Yep. He's he, not a legend. Yeah, hey, shout out my dog Eddie Brown Realtors. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eddie Brown Realtor, make sure you hit him. He he's in ABI Studios. He got me this crib. Yeah. So yeah, shout out my, my dog. Yeah. Shout out, oh man, fam, man. This this it's the fam. Um, my dog Snoop, my brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? J One, um, Vern, Kadeem, Buddha, the gang. You know what I'm saying? How'd you meet Vernon? Who Vernon? Yeah. No, I'm not done. I said Carlos. Charles. Yeah. Snoop. That's my dog. Brother, brother. Right yeah. JT. Yeah. Slime. Hot Met Burn. Shit. Chris. Ah, uh, another one. Chris. <laughs> Chris Washington, my cousin. Hey, shout out to Jamar. Jarius. The whole gang. All that. You know what I'm saying? Trey. All my brother, brothers. Burger. Yeah, I probably got like, um, you know what I'm saying? Like a very like, Close circle of homeboys, homeboys, but I got like big brothers, like people that like really like play big roles in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's 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 yeah, I talked about it last time, like yeah. mentorship. Yeah. And the fact that you had so much of it. Bro, I had a village, bro. Yeah. I had a village. But it's crazy because I'm like, I only like my village now. You know how people like want to go out. You know? At, but here's the thing, at the end of the day, it's up to you. Yeah, who you I can let have in, every, yeah. all the resources, all the everything. Yeah. But you still have to do it. You yeah. still have to put the work in. Yeah. You still have to <laughs> do the work. Yeah. So how I met Vern, I met Vern through Chris. We was um we played against each other, St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. And I just went crazy on them boys. Well, I ain't really go crazy. I had a nice catch over Vern and he hit the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Like, man, yeah, I don't know who the nigga is, but that boy hit me like that again, boy. <laughs> and later on I ended up meeting him like after the season and he had a broken arm. It was like senior year. No, like junior year. Man, senior crazy. year. He had a Junior year, yeah, his arm was, his arm was, yeah, junior year, his arm was broken or whatever, whatever. No, senior, senior year. Senior year, yeah, his arm was broken because it was before the All-Star game, yep. Yeah, before the All-Star game, I'm like, oh, you the nigga hit me, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and then we just never kicked it off from there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we just been tight ever since, but that's that's my bro. Definitely one of, like, like, he definitely was one of the people, like, that had nothing, like, 
he different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's just, my dog. We don't have we don't have we have similar interests, but our lifestyles are not the same. That's exactly. what I'm gonna say. And he like seen other stuff for me that other people didn't like see. Not saying yeah, like a yin yang, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was it was crazy because you know. I ain't grow up with bro. You feel me? He wasn't around like that, like that. So it's like yeah. to see that that late in your life, you like damn, like this person cares. And my brother, brother. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. And it's very rare. Like I don't think I got close with too many people like like that after and that. They be my age, but he's probably like one of the last people that I really like got tight with. Yeah. But like, felt like I knew Jit my whole life. Yeah. yeah like, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. No, but uh, to your point, it's funny how you said that you like uh, consulted with him in terms of grad school. When I was switching from UCF to go to UF or FSU, I literally called him. I'm like, yo, son, like, where do you think I should go? And he was like, he just, because I didn't really understand, like, what I was going to be going into with either. I didn't, because I didn't grow up thinking about, like, I, my mom pushed college, but I didn't. Shout out Educated Misfit Spiffy. Yeah, but I didn't understand, like, what I'd be going into, like, the different environments and how it's mad different. And he broke that down. He was yeah. Like, yeah, you know. This, you're going to get that. That, you're going to get that. Hey, shout out my artist, Dawn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dawn, you know what I'm saying? AB, hey, the season. Come, it's already out. Check that out. All streaming platforms. Yeah. No yeah. juice, all that. Yeah, no yeah. juice. Yeah. But but like you said, man, um, you know, having the, those people that you can consult with, and if you don't have that, find it. It's hard, but you got to put yourself out there. Yeah, you got to really like, the problem The problem with us is, intentional. yeah, we come, yeah, that's it. That's my, that's my thing for the year. Be intentional and be precise. Yeah. And if you mess up, it's okay. Mess it's up full okay. speed. We, mess up full speed though. Don't mess up, mess up going time. slow. Yeah. Go up going slow, you get your shit bust. Yeah, that's a fact. Fact. Mess up going like this. Yeah. Mess yeah. up full speed, you can go through it. Generational Sports Partnerships and Productions appreciates you viewing and or listening to this. Original content series, let this empower you towards positive action. Now let's be great. Goodbye.